0: Hello everybody, it's Lucas here from Pottervision. Remember me? Now you might be wondering why the bloody hell's he talking? Well, the episode for this week uh, sounds terrible. I sound like a robot. I don't know what's going on. You can't understand what I'm saying. The file has become corrupted. Uh, and we just haven't had time to re-record the entire episode. So what we thought we'd do uh, is we would give you uh, one of our bonus Double Vision episodes that we have on the Patreon page. So this is from back in November, and it's one of the tales from Beadle the Bard. It's Babbity Rabbity and her cackling stump. Potter. 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 hotter, Double
1: Vision. Double, double vision, the double vision, double, double vision.
0: Double vision. Hello and welcome to Double Vision, the two bonus episodes of the Potter Vision podcast that you, our loyal, amazing, supportive patron followers, get twice a month. This week, or this half of the month, we're on episode 16. We're back to those fairy tales of Beedle the Bard. And we've got Babbity Rabbity and her cackling stump. Tom,
1: how are you? Oh, I'm well. I'm well. (laughs) I'm wearing my little shell. And in a similar vein, that's what I thought this chapter was going to be about, you know. A stump. Yeah. I thought, like, maybe... Rabbity, rabbity, was missing a limb, maybe.
0: Ah, yeah. I originally thought she was an amputee <laughs> from this.
1: Oh she's got half a leg that laughs. But I'm all right. As I said on the main episode the other day, I just I went to a festival, a running festival on the weekend. Ooh, yeah. Some, but it was very f- effing cold, listeners. Oh, it was brrr. cold. This is the inside skinny. I'm not going to tell the main listeners that. <laughs> this is our secret club, right? Yeah. It was ridiculously cold. Mm. You think, Tom? Cold in October? <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> what are we talking? What kind of temperatures? Just well, waking up in the morning and thinking I can't move. Yeah, because I'm that cold. I oh can't, my God. I can't get out of this yeah. bed that I'm in now because yeah. I'm that cold. Rain as well. Pouring down with rain. So all the cars are parked in this massive field here. Yeah, and it becomes like flooded with mud. Yeah. So the cars can't leave. Uh, Right? So, in comes the farmer having to tow each car out of the field at once.
0: Oh, my God. One by one. One by
1: one, yeah. And so, when it's your time to leave, you have to go get in a massive queue of people. Yeah. Wait till you get to the front, and then then you go get in your car, and the farmer tows you out, right? (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, taking ages. Yeah. In this queue for two hours. Yeah. Right? There's a guy who's been at the festival. I don't know if you ever do this, but whenever I'm somewhere, I will always find a new enemy. Yes. This man decided that he wanted to be my new enemy. Fantastic. Fantastic. I saw him about the festival over the course of the weekend, kept spotting him, and he angered me any time I saw his face. Yeah. First instance, we're uh, in a... Tent, and we're receiving a talk from some runner yeah? Yeah, who'd gone through hell, but back. He'd lost the ability to walk. Yeah, but he's he's back. He bounced back. What the hell, yeah. And he asked uh, the group the question, right? And this, right? This is like you know a talk. You know how talks are sometimes. Yeah, right? I'd say like a, an office speech. Laughs are easy.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. he's the audience.
1: He's get laughs left, right, and center. Bloke puts his hand up, says something funny. Laughs. Yeah. Like, I'm sitting back just enjoying it all. He asks the audience, does anyone know what the eighth largest mountain in the world is? Oh, okay. My enemy volunteers. This is the first where I realise he's my enemy. Yeah. He goes, mount, I don't know. <laughs> Silence. Yeah, awful. No, no one laughs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and, um, I stew on that. I'm like, that, that's what? I'm like, why do you say <laughs> that? Right? Yeah. And I look back throughout the rest of the day and he, and he, and all he's doing is watching people's talks and yeah. he's got the most annoying face, right? Yeah. I keep seeing him wandering around on yeah, his own, yeah, yeah. right? yeah. We're all queuing for the uh, car park yeah. to get towed out and he comes and he walks past the queue and he sees a bloke in a chair, queuing yeah. in a chair and he's like, "Oh, well, that's a good idea. And he walks back into the festival again, right? There's a car sat there... And if this car was not there, a lot of people wouldn't need to be towed out. Right, okay. They could drive on this dry patch of land yeah, yeah, and yeah. get out, right? Yeah. Two hours into queuing, this bloke, my enemy, reappears. He gets in said car. Oh, no. And he drives off. Oh. And not only before he drives off, he's, he's like flicking the queue like that as, to, as if yeah. to go with the back of his hand going, move out my way, move out my way. Yeah, yeah, line. yeah. He's got his window down. And without realising that he'd stopped his car, I say, I fucking hate that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I go, he's been my enemy the whole festival. Yeah. And he's dri- driven off a bit, but you he heard. <laughs> and then people around me are listening. I go, I keep seeing him everywhere, and he's pissed me off for the past three days. Yeah. I go, I hope he- I never fucking see him for the rest of my life.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and what was the response from the crowd? People were happy. Yeah, yeah you to see the back of him. Have you, had a, have you ever had an enemy like that? No, I don't think I have. Not one that I've made so quickly. Mm. But, Tom, your enemy is
1: my enemy. I picked another... Uh, two days later, I made another enemy. Who's two that? Two days earlier, I made oh, another yeah, enemy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Lucy went to a climbing induction class. Yeah. At, at like a nearby climbing like, centre, right? Yeah. And little fella giving us the induction, right? Yeah. I'm making sure to be as polite and um, as I don't know thorough as I can as like a student. Yeah, yeah. I'm asking him questions, right? Guess this point where we're using this apparatus yeah. Yeah, where you don't need to be belayed. Yeah. I mean, you don't need someone to, to hold a rope. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, this mechanic that you can strap into your harness. Yeah. You climb the wall. Yeah. And then you jump off. Yeah. And then it brings you back down So what you're talking about. Yeah. He noted that I did something wrong. Yeah. When I was doing it. Yeah. And I said to him, okay, do you want me to have another go or do you want me to put it down? Yeah. You know, and like the the end of my turn, right? yeah, 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 being thorough like that, yeah. I didn't just jump in and do something, yeah. And then he gives me this. He goes like this. He goes, uh, "You'll put it back because now it's Lucy's turn." Right. <laughs> I completely shut down. Yeah. I, honestly, I would <laughs> I disassociated completely. Yeah. Twenty minutes more left of the session. It was like yeah, a man has gone through trauma. Yeah. I couldn't believe I'd let someone talk to me that way.
0: What was Lucy saying about that?
1: She just noted it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, are you listening? Are you listening? And I was like, mm-hmm. it was too late, I was
0: gone. Yeah, oh dear. I've never had an enemy as such, I don't think. But it's made me think of a despicable act that oh, somebody yeah. once did. Did I ever tell you about the man that embezzled the badminton money? No, you did not. <laughs> so, I used to play badminton when I was
1: a teenager. It sounds like one of the tales of Beatle the Bard, <laughs> the man who embezzled the badminton, money. <laughs> now, once upon a time, in North Wales,
0: there was a little badminton group, right? So I was in my teens, and my mum used to come and play as well. And sometimes my sister would come, and there'd be people from their church and other people, and just anybody who liked to play badminton, right? But we all were on one kind of group booking. We'd book three courts out and we'd all rotate on the three courts. Everybody would pay £2 and we'd pay towards the court. Happy days, right? And we had such a good relationship with the leisure centre that we could book for months in advance. Book for a whole, like, three months or whatever, Mm. right? So anyway, there was a bloke who I won't mention the name of. But he was in charge of the badminton funds, right? So what we'd do is we would pay him £2 every week and he would arrange the bookings, right? So this was going on for months, right? One day, he stopped coming to the badminton, right? And we're still playing because we've got this agreement with the leisure centre. We keep going. He stopped coming for about two months just after Christmas, right? So anyway... It gets to be February, March and one of the people working at the leisure centre goes, "Um, are you going to, you know, we need the money for the the badminton booking (laughs) because it's not been paid for six months. (laughs) And this man was supposed to pay it like once a month or something. And it turns out he reappeared a couple months later and he admitted that he was running short on money And he used the badminton money to buy presents for his children for Christmas. (laughs) Now, I don't know if that was true or if that was like a sob story to try and get forgiveness. Oh, it was my children. I wanted them to have a good Christmas. Uh, But yeah, he apparently uh, used all the badminton money and he spent it all and we had to club together
1: to pay it back. Could you put a figure on that?
0: So it cost us £2 each. And there would have been around, at least twelve people per week, mm-hmm. which is say twenty five quid a week. So over six months, that is like that's about hundred quid a month. That's about three four hundred quid. <laughs> Had a good
1: Christmas, kids. hell, <laughs> pony each. I wanted them both to have a PlayStation each for their bedrooms. Oh, they
0: didn't want to go without their own camper van (laughs) for Christmas. You can (laughs) understand that,
1: can't you, badminton players? I just wanted them to have one last Christmas in Disneyland. (laughs) Are they they dying? No, but it's a a once-in-a-lifetime (laughs) trick. Look, for Christmas,
0: I've bought my daughter's six-month supply of badminton Gods,
1: mad that because where did he think the end of the road was gonna be? I know. Do you think he was gonna get away with it?
0: I know. Well, I think I think he
1: did get away with it.
0: He got away with it, even though people found out. But I think the problem was because everybody running it was like churchy, churchy Christian. people. They're just like lovely, so lovely that they they forgive. Yeah. but I say don't forgive that's for God to do mm. you should
1: pay, pay that bugger back I know I always think about priests and stuff yeah because like if a, I always think if I was homeless yeah went and knocked on my vicar's door and be like hey I'm homeless yeah can I have a place to sleep tonight yeah surely yeah if they're teaching the teachings of Christ they should go yeah yes you can yeah but I think the most likely thing that would happen is they'd be like nah yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, you must go to a homeless shelter. Yes. That is the appropriate action. We live in a society where yeah. m- measures are made for people that like, need to sleep.
0: Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think the best thing you'd get is like they would maybe drive you to the shelter or <laughs> yeah. drive you to the hostel or
1: whatever. Yeah. I'll pay for one
0: night. <gasps> one night only.
1: <laughs> I read a thing this morning about a guy. Yeah. A hotel room they didn't need to use for the night. Oh yeah. But he's about to give his key back into reception. But in the lobby, he sees an eighteen year old girl like, mm. with a load of bags. Yeah. And he's like he goes over and he's like, Do you need a room for the night? And she goes, I do, yeah. And he goes, yeah. if you promise not to trash the room, we can have this one yeah, yeah. for the night. And she goes, Oh, I promise. She takes <laughs> she takes a key. Yeah. She goes off and uh, he's telling his brother on the way back about his good deed. Yeah. His brother like, no, goes, you're going to be held accountable if she does anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he calls the hotel the next day being like, listen, listen. And, like, explaining to the girl, I'm sorry to tell you, but you are accountable. Yeah. And not only did she trash the room, but she pissed in the lobby. But like, she pissed in the hallway. Hey. Eh? <laughs>
0: Where's this story come from? Who is th- who is this person? Reddit. On Reddit? Yeah, so it's reliable. It's a reliable, source. if you read it on Reddit, it must be true. But yeah, bloody hell, fancy doing that. But the, the moral of the story is, Vicar,
1: <laughs> don't let people in your house. Don't let people in your house, Reverend. I know, money is one of the things that, you know... Ruins relationships. I'm assuming he never came back to badminton.
0: Oh, he did. (laughs) Cheeky bastard. Honestly, he came back, he was explaining all this stuff, and people forgave him and let him play again. I never looked at him the same. I never talked to him in the same manner. Uh, Once, this guy uh, was like, hey, do you want to see my new tattoo? And he was quite big, this bloke. And he goes, do you want to see my new tattoo? And I said, yes, thinking it was on his arm or something. Pulls off his t-shirt, goes completely topless, turns round, and he's got a bear tattoo the size of his back. Bloody hell. I said, oh, thank you for showing me that. How old are you? <laughs> 15, 16. Nothing wrong with that. He's about 40, 50. <laughs> <laughs> what an experience. Yeah.
1: Tom, yes? I'm feeling a bit glum. Will you run me down? I'll, if that's what makes you happy, I'll run you right down. Never gets old, that, does it? No, never. <laughs> In the, what, almost 70 episodes we've done? Yeah. Every episode is a joke about running the other one down. <laughs> Listeners, if you're fed up with it, let us know. <laughs> it's very short it's of the, how many, how many patrons we got? Uh, We've got 24 now. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God. What a beautiful little family we have. Yeah, they're growing, aren't they? What a beautiful little family we have. Right. Babbity-rabbity and her cackling stump. Once upon a time in a faraway kingdom, there was a mad old king who decreed that he wanted to be the only magical one in his kingdom. So he sent out a legion of witch hunters with big black dogs to hunt down every witch or wizard in the land, right? He also puts up a big poster that said, wanted a magic instructor. So he wanted a wizard or a mm-hmm. witch or some crazy old thing because he had no magic ability, yeah? Mm. A man replies to this poster... He's not a magic man, but he thinks, hey, I got, I've got, i got a way to make some money here. Yeah. yeah? He goes, I will be your magic instructor. Does, does a little magic trick in front of him. The mad king, he's absolutely loving it. He's like, wow, that's fucking amazing. You can be the magic instructor. Mm-hmm. The charlatan, which uh, this man is titled in the book, yeah. says, okay, I'm going to need a bit of money, kingy. Going to need a bit of money. Yeah. Yeah? He goes... Uh, for magic wands, little cauldrons, magic things, bit of this, bit of that, bit of cock, bit of twat, right? Kingy says fair dues, fair dues, give you some money. He goes yeah. off, he buys some gold, he buys some silver, and he hides it in his own house. I don't know why we're giving that bit of information because it's not referred back to again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, teaching the king magic in the garden. Yeah, he gives him a stick that he calls a wand. Yeah. And Babbity-Rabbity's Wa- watching, right? Yeah. They're doing these made-up spells, and Babbity-Rabbity, which is some old witch, starts laughing, cackling at them, right? Makes King feel embarrassed. Mm. He's like, oh, I don't like this. Don't like this one bit. He goes, tomorrow we're going to do a big demonstration of my magic ability in front of the whole kingdom, right? Yeah. Charlatan says, I can't do tomorrow. Busy, yeah? Mm-hmm. Kingy says, oh, no, you can do tomorrow. Otherwise." I will kill you. Yeah. Is that fair enough? <laughs> right? Charlotte walks over to babity Rabbity and he sees, looks in her house, he sees magic going on. He goes, You're a little bitch. He says, <laughs> he says You're gonna you're gonna use your magic to demonstrate to the kingdom that the yeah. king can do magic, or I'm gonna rat you out for being the witch you are. She goes, Fair enough. Yeah. The demonstration happens. It yeah, makes a woman's hat disappear. Right? She's up in the tree. Yeah. And she's uh, copying whatever spell the king is trying to do. Yeah. Makes a woman's hat disappear. He goes, right, now I'm going to make a horse levitate. Yeah. He makes the horse levitate. The leader of the witch brigade runs out and he goes, Kingy, Kingy, bring my dog back to life. The king goes, I will. At this point... The witch does nothing because you cannot bring back the dead. No. You cannot bring back the dead! (laughs) Right? At this point, uh, Charlton starts getting a bit scared. Oh, no. Oh, no. He points, because he's worried about himself, points at the witch and he goes, it's her in the tree. She's stopping your magic ability. Yeah. A chase ensues. They chase her into the woods yeah yeah where she turns into a rabbit and hides behind a tree yeah you can hear her talking the charlatan says there she is she's in that tree let's chop it the fuck down (laughs) yeah they chop it down but they can still hear her talking yeah yeah she's like everyone knows you can't chop a witch or wizard in two they will survive it she goes try it on that charlatan your magic chooser yeah yeah but before they do, he breaks down into tears and he admits his crimes. They drag mm. him off and put him in the dungeons, you know? yeah? Yeah. Rabbity, this rabbit now, hidden behind a tree, threatens said king mm-hmm. and says, Listen here, you king. If you don't stop all this witch hunting business and leave all the witches and wizards, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna chop you all in half. I'm gonna kill you all. Mm. Yeah? And he goes, fair enough. And then she says, and also, I want a statue made of me. And he's like, right, the end. Hey,
0: What a fantastic rundown of a fantastic tale. I'm feeling a bit sad, Tom. Why? Because this is the penultimate. We've got one more fairy tale after this. Oh, yeah. I feel like we're coming to the end too soon. Maybe we'll have to start
1: writing our own. Oh, yeah. Four page uh fairy tales oh yeah i write one send it you you have to make notes on it
0: hey that'll be good and i'll write the man who embezzled the badminton money yeah. send it to
1: you that'll be good
0: <laughs> that'll be good had a bit of magic in it yeah. you know he buys uh he buys his daughter's uh, potion kits yeah and it's magic in it yeah <laughs> so we've got a foolish old kingy who thought he should alone should have the power of magic.
1: I love this, King. It shows very, it's like mirrors. Remember that old tale of the man who wanted to be the only one in the world with a gun? Who's that? Me. Hey, what's this? I always, I think I said it in the pod once, I always, I'd love to be, it's my dream, to be the only one on planet Earth with a gun. <laughs> and I get to carry it round, and I get to point it in people's faces. Yeah. And I'd say to them, You do what I tell you, or I will shoot you. (laughs) And people have to just do it. Can't arrest me because I've got a gun. Nothing nothing anyone can do. And he wants to be the one with magic, doesn't he? Yeah, well, what I meant was do you
0: have any aspirations about the job you've applied
1: for? (laughs) (laughs) We'll write to you. You don't ring us. (laughs) <laughs> I want to be the only one in the land with a gun. Right, well here at McDonald's we don't <laughs> like that kind of attitude. You can shove your fries up your ass. Sideways. But hey, do you think if you're getting a job interview at McDonald's, right? Yeah. So uh, you're the manager, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you say, any further questions? Uh, any further questions? Yeah, this is... I've, I've honestly loved this uh, interview. Yeah. I've loved this experience. And I really hope that I get the job. One final thing, though... Can I be cheeky and ask for a Big Mac meal with, lar- with a large drink? 100% you can. Thank you very much. I think if you've made the effort
0: to turn up, put some trousers on and a top and come to a McDonald's interview, you deserve a meal. These aren't trousers. I've painted my legs black. <laughs> oh, what an effort you've made, sir. Honestly, that, you can have a free McFlurry as well. Mm. <laughs> for painting your costume on. Your yeah. m- uniform—you'd mm. be seen as a god, wouldn't you? If you were the only person in the world with magical abilities, mm. you'd be seen as another, another being higher than everybody else. Like, imagine if somebody in the Muggle world could actually do magic—it'd mm. be
1: incredible, wouldn't it? Do you not think?
0: Yeah, That's good.
1: <laughs> but this charlatan. Yeah. He's a muggle who can do magic tricks enough to fool a king into thinking he's a wizard. What tricks do you think he was doing? Do you think he was doing the old uh, finger removal trick?
0: Oh, yeah. Or do you
1: reckon he's doing the armpit farts? Oh, I think so. <laughs> I think he was doing the one where he
0: pretends to take out his own eyeballs, swallow them, plop them out and then put them back in.
1: God, that's good.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now, I reckon he was doing a bit like, you know, the classic cup and balls where you move the balls around and then you end up with an orange. Oh, yeah. Maybe a uh, rabbit out of a hat type thing. Or maybe one of those things where you go, uh, you pretend a coin's come out of someone's ear. Mm. And you go, oh, look at that. Whoa. <laughs> oh, a
1: coin. Whoa. Maybe some of that. I'm not impressed with magic tricks. No. Um, card tricks are my least favourite. Yeah. Just because. I don't. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe sleight of hand can be quite enjoyable. Like, say, if yeah, because it, it is impressive sleight of hand. Yeah, but someone doing a card trick. I don't. I just because I know it's a trick. I don't care. Do you know what? I agree with you.
0: Like, I think because in my head I know that it's always going to work out because <laughs> it's a card trick. He's like, oh, pick a card, any cards. Then right, two of hearts. Well, he's going to guess it. <laughs> So, put it, <laughs> exactly. put it back in, oh, he's doing this now, oh, is it this card, oh, no, he's got it wrong on purpose, All oh, right, what are you going to do next, oh, you're going to have a drink, All the card's in there, and it's just like, well, because they force you to pick the right one as well before <laughs> they've started, because they've already got the two of hearts shoved up their bum, so they make you choose the two of hearts, and then it's just like, whatever. God, I know, you don't know
1: exactly, exactly that. <laughs> Like, I, look, I like stuff like, you know, like, balls appearing and disappearing. I started watching Lego Movie 2 last night. Oh, yeah. I turned it off 20 minutes in. Yeah. Because I was like, I know, I know what's going to happen. Yeah. i like, it's not going to surprise me at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I know it's a film for kids. Yeah. But, like, it's the same with all those Marvel films. Oh, yeah. Because you know it's always going to end up, they save the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You When you already know the end, you're yeah. like, oh, what's the point in, in the journey? Yeah.
0: If I know the end. And as well, even if one of them is surprising when they actually die at the end, you're like, well, the others are the same, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you're right. I Like, card tricks, yeah, I prefer something that's a bit more visual. Mm. Like, I quite like things appearing and disappearing and changing colour and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could. would rather see a 10-minute routine that doesn't involve me at all. I don't want to be... Oh, take a card, don't tell anybody, put light oh for me. i just like, just do your show over there. Yeah. And let me watch it and have me Maltesers. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't want to be involved.
1: I don't want to see a woman get sawn in half. Yeah. Because right, that that coffin that she's in is ridiculously big. Long, <laughs> it's just a normal box, it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fine.
0: Yeah, see, I don't mind a bit of that because I quite like the illusion of it, but... Yeah, it's just, I think it's just been particular card tricks. Up it's so
1: ones. similar to those street performers who've got one trick and they take 30 minutes to oh. perform it. They spend, they spend 29 minutes yeah. getting the crowd ready, yeah. doing crappy little jokes. Yeah. Yeah. And then they do the trick in the final. And no, no, no. Not just jokes. Begging. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, they bit begging. If you're watching me now, right now and you don't put £10 in a bucket, you're yeah. a thief. stolen from me and making you feel bad and I will kill myself in a public area what are you putting all this in it for (laughs) but as well they'll spend half the thing insulting
0: people who walk past (laughs) oh bloody hell it's Abba two men two women walking past (laughs) I don't even look like Abba I know but
1: I've got to fill in a bit of time haven't I Uh, look it's uh, (laughs) it's Justin Bieber who? That man? No! <laughs> no! That, that's just a man with jeans on. <laughs>
0: it's not just him, Bieber. Hey, look, it's Ed Sheeran. That ginger 50-year-old. <laughs> Ed Sheeran? does not look anything like him. Well, do you want to do this? No. <laughs> no. Get out of the way. I'd rather see a performance that's half as long with the same amount of tricks in it and be wowed by it, and then I think, right that could have a couple of quid from me, maybe a fiver. Yeah, but because they piss
1: about, I think you've wasted my time. And I don't think I've ever met or seen a magician or street performer that I found charismatic or like enjoyable in any way. They always seem um, like bitter and like uh, annoyed at the world.
0: I think the problem is, the main amount of magicians that we will have experienced and seen are at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, <laughs> yeah. in the streets, <laughs> and they just don't do any tricks, and I think, I think they have their own internal politics as well, yeah. of who's in what area at what time, because they're always bloody bitching about somebody else, <laughs> you think, bloody hell, like, magic seems stressful, man. Would you rather be a street performer, yeah. or the human statue? Oh, I'd rather be a street... And do I control what I do? Mm. I'd rather be a street performer, 100%. Unless, actually, unless I'm that human statue that is pretending to levitate, <laughs> but in fact he's just sat on a chair. I could sit on a chair for hours and wave. You know Yoda.
1: Yoda, Yoda sits 10 feet in the air with a, with a nine-foot stick, doesn't he? <laughs> That's what Yoda does. Next to 100
0: kilo weights. <laughs> like I could sit and do that I, I couldn't be bothered being still and then moving when somebody puts 2p in a bucket mm. I could happily sit there and chill in a ma- with a mask under me not having to smile
1: there's a great one where people always confuse like what a human statue is doing yeah. like, when someone's painting themselves or, yeah. like, they're, and they're pretending to be a statue yeah. they get in their head that it's like you know the guards at Buckingham Palace. Yeah. And they think, oh, he's not going to move. And like there's brilliant videos online. where yeah. like, Someone's gone up to a human statue and he's like licked his finger and put it in his ear, and the human statue just punched him in the fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, because like it's not like he can move if you want. he wants. Yeah, yeah. He move move loads of times. Yeah. Like he just has to do a stretch where he like yeah, yeah, an yeah. impressive stretch is a minute where he don't move. Yeah yeah yeah. Well, look,
0: listen, people often think the only way to get those statues to move is to put some money in the bucket. But another way to get them to move is to take some money out of the bucket. (laughs) They'll soon move then as well. Or piss them off. Piss them off. (laughs) Piss them off, Patreon
1: listeners. (laughs) Hey. Anyway, back to this story. <laughs> <didn't you>? <laughs> <laughs> Babity Rabbity, oh, I don't like yeah. her. I don't like her one bit. I favour in this story. Well, initially yeah. I did the Charlatan. You see, the Charlatan, even though he is a street performer in yeah. essence, yeah, he's got a bit of charisma about him. Yeah, Babbity Rabbity is a nosy old Parker. Yeah, right? she's always watching, isn't yeah. she? Yeah. Laughing. I think that's the
0: thing in it. Fair enough look out your window see what the king's up to. But I think to laugh so loudly that they can hear you is so rude. It's just disrespectful.
1: And um, who's her employer? The king. king. <laughs> She's laughing at the king. Yeah. Babati, are you out of your mind? Yeah. Do you want this job? I don't know why you've got the job. <laughs> I don't know why you've got the job at all. Yeah. You're a witch. You can yeah. you don't need employment. No.
0: This is the thing, it's like catching... Because he's having a private session mm. with this magic instructor or so he thinks. But it's like bloody, I don't know, finding out your boss is having a singing lesson, private singing lesson. You see him and you just suddenly start going, <laughs> You can't bloody sing, can you? Yeah. Well, you're going in the
1: dungeon. <laughs> you're getting killed. Mrs. Rude. <laughs> like, Babity, you've seen that this man... He's on a hunt to kill any yeah. witch or wizard. Yeah. And you don't see Mars whatsoever. Yeah. And also, this is his first lesson. Mm. What are you expecting him to do
0: on his first day? Like, you can't turn up to the kids at Hogwarts and expect them to be levitating things and turning things into other things on day one. They learn how to swish and bloody flick.
1: I've always been angry at people who laugh at people for doing something for the first time. Oh, yeah. I'm being a little boy, honestly, five years old. Yeah. And going bowling with, like, I don't know, some cousin or something. Oh, yeah. Throwing the bowling ball. Yeah. And there was, like, a group of, like, ten-year-olds. Someone's having a birthday party. Yeah. They were watching me, and they were laughing at me. No. Five years old. That is horrible. But I have always, now, honestly, I wear it as a badge of honour. Yeah. If I've got over a word I don't understand, yeah. I will ask someone what the word means Yeah, to test them to see if they're rude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if I had to ask you what the uh, word presumptuous meant, yeah, and then you started going, you don't know what presumptuous means? Oh, Are you well, yeah. stupid?
0: Don't like, like that. I'd be
1: like, now I know. Now I know he's batshit crazy. Now yeah, I know yeah, he's yeah. rude.
0: Yeah. Do <laughs> you? Yeah. It's a good way of finding out about somebody.
1: Babati is the washerwoman of the yeah. Palace Isn't She. It's her responsibility to keep the linen soft, fragrant and white. Oh, yeah. Mm. Can I tell you something? We've already mentioned it, but
0: I just want to tell you that I've written this down as a comment. Come. And it just says, you, Tom, would be the worst audience for a magic act. <laughs> That's it. What,
1: what, mate, did you think in that?
0: I, just, I think I remember you saying you hated it. And I can't imagine you having the patience to participate.
1: I think if it was like a theatre one where they've got the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. And the sexy woman.
0: Oh, yeah. And the music. Yeah. And the dancing. Hey, you shouldn't be looking at members of the audience while the show's on. <laughs> I think I'd like that. Yeah.
1: They've got them pens. Write something with that pen. And then it says, it appears there
0: what they've written. Oh, yeah, yeah. they like, they follow the thing, don't they? So this Babity, she's washing away, doing her magic, and she spots this bloke snapping twigs off trees and pretending that they're ones. Mm. Who would do that? <laughs> Take some random twigs and pretend they're ones for five years in a show. <laughs> listeners were
1: sweating. <laughs> <laughs> we are a bit guilty of something, listeners. If you're unaware of that, on a uh, Pottervision Live show, we found some twigs in the garden. Yeah. And they act as our wands throughout the show. And we've used exactly the same twigs for
0: five years. One's a drumstick. One is a. Yeah, one is a broken <laughs> drumstick. I'm scared of that one. Oh, yeah. It's like, it could cause damage if you wanted it to splinter.
1: Whenever we're doing the Wampin Willow, I make sure to never pick that one up. Oh, you're good. <laughs> You'd murder me with that. <laughs> Imagine that thrown at your eye. Oh, don't like that. So I'm doing a Andy Marsh and Tom B's gig in a couple couple of weeks. Yeah. And they asked me for a promo shot. So I just sent them a haunted picture of me as the sorting hat. I love it. Oh, and that's me now. Have they used it? Yeah. I love it. I
0: always think, in my head, that is called Mr. Blobby (laughs) Night. Because the gig has, the poster has a picture of Mr. Blobby on it. It's the same man who drew our Pottervision poster.
1: Yeah, yeah, Robert Mulberry.
0: It's a haunting fo- uh, picture of Mr. Blobby on his stomach and you can see his bottom.
1: And <laughs> you can his- see his bottom here, Seven. <laughs> so I always think of it as the Mr. Blobby gig. Her laughing puts the king off, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. 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 Rain it in. Why hasn't she got any respect? Yeah, we already said that. He's a king. Yeah. But the uh, charlatan goes over to her, yeah. looks through a window and he sees her polishing a wand. Unnecessary. Yeah. And laundry washing itself. Oh, yeah. Fucking Rumpelstiltskin, this. She wanted to get caught. Yeah,
0: dancing, oh, definitely. Dancing
1: in the forest. My name is Rumpelstiltskin. My name is Rumpelstiltskin. Sat with the windows open yeah. when a decree is out to kill yeah. all witches and wizards.
0: Oh, yeah. Doing magic openly. Yeah. The king is embarrassed that she's been laughing at him. And I was going to ask you if you've ever been embarrassed. You mentioned the bowling mm-hmm. scenario. Did I ever tell you the time that my trousers ripped in public? Your trousers ripped in public? Yes. Please, tell all. It was in 2012, the London Olympic year, and I was tasked with the job of being part of a show in the streets of Colwyn Bay before the flame was run through it. Someone runs past Mm. with the Olympic flame. So we did a 20-minute show, all like songs to do with sport, silly things, song sketches, blah, blah, blah. And later on, I uh, had a microphone and I had to say, oh, it's about to come round. Look out for the flame, everyone. Mm -hmm. So anyway, part of this dance, there's a dance routine and we have to like Bob up and down. I go down to Bob. (laughs) (laughs) My trousers rip open on my bum. Yeah. Classic, (laughs) right? Classic. You can see my white heart's underwear. Underneath Red Heart's White, Red Heart's White, background, right? Very embarrassing. So anyway, blah, 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 I go back into the marquee, I get changed. Anyway, afterwards, right? We're getting like these messages from people, you know, like the organisers of the event. And uh, we've got the final countdown ready to play. So so people are excited, right? So we get a thing on the walkie-talkie. It's coming. It's about to come down. It's about to come down. So we go right. Play the final countdown. It's the final countdown. Do 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 The whole three minutes plays. No oh, Olympic flame. <laughs> so they go right. Just, just play it again. Play it again. Play the final countdown again. Four final countdowns before the flame turned up. <laughs> People are laughing in the streets. <laughs> like, bloody, hell, bloody four final countdowns. It's
1: the fifth
0: final countdown. But yeah, it finally arrived, and everyone went hip hip hooray! The flame has come today.
1: Really? No, no. She made it up. <laughs> I was laughed at yesterday. Were you? Did you a takeaway around the corner. Oh yeah. A healthy takeaway. Oh yeah. Believe it or not. Oh, that sounds fun. Rice, salad, and a meat. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, I'm in there, I for my food. Yeah. And I'm wearing my yellow Crocs, right? Yeah. This girl comes in and, uh, with a boyfriend, mm. and she catch. I see her catch sight of my Crocs, and then I see her turn and start, like, hiding her laughter. Oh, yeah. And she starts whispering to her boyfriend, and then he looks at my Crocs. Yeah. He starts laughing. We're yeah. like laughing together. Like, yeah. all my days! Can you imagine wearing such a thing? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, thing is, I can take these Crocs off. Yeah. I was like, your car crash of a face, you're stuck with.
0: <laughs> Tom, he always takes a joke in good humour. Never personal. <laughs> Oh, yeah. There's no need to laugh, is there, at somebody's clothes? I don't think
1: I've ever done that. No. Well, but the thing is, like, I wear them Crocs because they're so comfortable. Yeah. I'm like... I'm dressing for comfort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, re- I'm not really for, you know, I'm trying to pull someone in a healthy takeaway. 100%. I'm trying to get me end away. You know? Yeah, I'm trying yeah, trying to yeah. keep my sausage
0: soft. Yeah. <laughs> you are... Well, it's like me. I used to wear anything anybody bought me. And because I like things like darts and stuff, somebody would buy me a bullseye T-shirt. Mm. There I'd be, an adult man in a bullseye T-shirt. Because it was comfy and it's why I had. But mm. some people would make comments. A bit of bully. <laughs> bully special prize. if you won a speedboat?
1: But you just move on with life, don't you? And you don't make a comment about their car crash of face. Okay, crash like a of face. It's like bully's driven a speedboat into your face. Excuse <laughs> me. Excuse me, you're the bully now. So the charlatan makes a threat to the witch. He says, You will turn my water into wine or I will shoot you. No yeah, what yeah, he, yeah. he says. You will come to the event yeah. and you will perform any magic trip the any magic trick the king tries to perform in the tree. Yeah. Or I will tell everyone, you're a witch and you'll be yeah. killed. Yeah. She goes, fine. With a big smile on her face. Yeah. But she turns around and she goes, what if there's a spell
0: I can't do? And he goes, oh, <laughs> don't worry about that, whatever. <laughs> worry about that. Mm. Look, listen, There's. I can't bring things back to the
1: dead. Yeah. I can't
0: do this. I can't, j-
1: people, I can't make people fall in love.
0: Yeah. You just need to explain this to the king yeah. beforehand. Easy one.
1: Yeah. King... Can't make people better than the dead, anything else. It's impossible. Yeah. Can't can't make people
0: fall in love with you. Those are the two rules of magic.
1: Mm. Alright, fine. But no,
0: no. <laughs> Do what you like, you'll be able to deal with it. You know, I just think he's a bit daft. He's, for me, he just he's an arsehole, this charlatan. Mm. Because first of all, why use the stick when you can use the carrots? Rather than threatening Babbity Rabbity. You know, she's an old washerwoman in this little old house. Why not bribe her with some of his gold? Mm. Or, you know, I'll give you this, I'll give you that, I'll protect you from the king. Why does he have to threaten with violence
1: all the time? Why don't you say, hey, all my gold's at my house. Let's me and you go there now, run away with each other. Yeah. Have sex. Yeah. Have some beautiful children. Yeah. And spend the rest of our days shaggy. Why bloody not? (laughs)
0: Do you know what? I I was surprised that wasn't written in this children's book.
1: (laughs) So, the king starts his demonstration. Yeah. That woman's hat disappear. Good starter trick. Yeah, great one. That horse levitate. Amazing trick. Fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. King, my dog died yesterday. Please make it turn back to life. King says, all right. Yeah. I will do. Doesn't work. Everyone starts laughing at him. Something's wrong with this kingdom.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> a, yeah. They're too quick to laugh at him. Yeah. This guy's insane. Yeah. This guy's out of his mind and you're laughing at him, right? Yeah. But they're, they're not right to laugh at him. He's just performed in front of their eyes yeah. two fantastic spells. Yeah. Disappearing yeah. from levitation. Yeah. So because he can't reanimate corpses, yeah. they're like, PATHETIC! <laughs> and also, as well,
0: there's a dead animal here. Why well, not be funny if somebody'd come in with, "Oh, my wife passed away last week. Could you please revive her?" Right, he tries. He fails. That's really sad. He was hoping his wife would be revived. But Everyone's like, hey, "This king's an idiot,
1: isn't he?" I'd say. it Turns to the bloke carrying his wife around for a week. Why have you not buried her?
0: Yeah. Why has he not buried that
1: dog? <laughs> You
0: know. Also, you know that d- you've never heard ever of anybody reanimating a corpse. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, a man is there doing parlor tricks. Oh, we
1: can levitate a hat. Wonder if he can revive my dog. What? Imagine that, a dynamo show. Yeah, dynamos just put Joe Leaper's phone into a, into a buckle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dynamos just pretended to walk on the River Thames. Dynamo. My wife. She's got a disease. Can you remove it from her?
0: Can't imagine that. Somebody
1: just with their dog's corpse coming onto
0: the stage for Darren Brown.
1: (laughs) You can do it, Darren. I know you can. Darren, don't be modest. Now's not the time for (laughs) modesty. Come on, Darren. You can revive me, dead dog. You wrote everybody the same letter
0: and made us all cry, thinking it was personal to
1: us. You revealed the lottery numbers after the lottery was drawn. (laughs) 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 Gerard, didn't you? You
0: must be able to save me. As a muggle, for me, this charlatan is an idiot because as soon as this magic starts going tits up, he decides to oust the witch for what she is It's that witch! Mm. She's blocking the spells! As a muggle, I don't think I would ever dare cross a witch or wizard. Mm. You are just going to get... You're never going to win that, are you?
1: Underestimating them. But they can't help it. They can't help it. Just like the Dursleys know that Harry can make them explode at any point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carry on treating him like crap.
0: Idiots. They're preying on the fact that he's a nice person. Mm. Even
1: though he isn't the nicest,
0: Harry Potter. (laughs) But yeah, they're preying on the fact that they have this power over him, aren't they? Mm. Mm. Harry Potter! They go, chase that witch. They all follow her, right? She turns into a rabbit, but she pretends to be a talking tree, right? And they cut the tree down and she goes, Ah, I'm still alive. You can never cut a witch or wizard in half. Hey, why don't you try it on that wizard there? Why do they try it? They go to try and cut the man in half. <laughs> I'll survive, but I'll be in two pieces.
1: But then we'll know. Don't do that to me. You you know now. That's, that's been cut in half and it's alive. Yeah. You don't need to do it twice. No, You'll hurt me. That will hurt me. Don't like that. You hurt me doing that. How do you think about this? I've been thinking recently about the witch trials, right? Oh, yeah. I thought to myself, right... Because the thing is... They dunk them in water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if they survive, they're a witch. But if they die, they're not a witch. But the thing is... If you're not a witch... You're losing either way, aren't you? Oh, you're dead, aren't you're you? Because you're dead, aren't yeah. you? I think I'm the first one to ever think of that.
0: I don't think anyone's ever thought of that. But you're right. If you're not a witch, or you are a witch, you're going to end up dead anyway, aren't you? Yeah.
1: Because
0: you either drown, or if you don't drown, you're a witch and you get burnt at the stake. you, shoot you in the face. They shoot you in the face.
1: That's what they did at the witch trials. <laughs> if I was accused of being a witch, I'd say, let's skip the drowning. Yeah. You might as well just burn me at the stake, because what what are we dancing around this for? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Would you rather be... uh, (laughs) Tom, would you rather be drowned or burnt? Mm. Drowned, I think.
1: Drowned because the pain of being
0: burnt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although it's the panic. Oh, no,
1: but you get panic being burnt. I'd be drowned as well. (laughs) Drown me, please. Listeners, you've heard it here first. If you ever catch us and torture us, and you want to finish us off, Drown us, please. Please, please, drown us. Listeners,
0: don't burn us. Yeah. Drown. Babity's vain. Yes, I agree. There's no need for a statue to be made of it.
1: I want you to make a statue of me. Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. What's this this about? Is this what it's been about all along? Yeah. Keeping your window open? Yeah. Laughing at the king? (laughs) You've steered this story yourself yeah.
0: have to. Yeah, it's been engineered just so she could have a little statue.
1: You're out of your in mind. <laughs> and forgive me for not swearing.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is a bit weird, isn't it? She should have just magic the statue herself. Mm. Oh, it's a statue that's got protective curses on it. Whoa! Whoa, we like that. <laughs> so the king issues a proclamation. First of all, the king gets no comeuppance whatsoever. <laughs> I
1: know, I've out of you.
0: In mind. He's a nutter. He's ordered every witch or wizard to be killed. Yeah. They must have had some success by this point. They've been going out for months killing witches or wizards. So yeah. that's happened. Yeah. Witch and wizard genocide. Yeah. And now he just makes a proclamation and he gets no no comeuppance, no punishment whatsoever. The charlatan ends up in jail. I don't know if he's going to be dead. I just think it's very unfair. I
1: oh, do. Mm. I hate you, King. A right. I feel like the charlatan story just whisked away, sent to the dungeon.
0: Yeah, it doesn't. For me, actually, up until this point, I feel like this is the best tale so far. I quite like it. It feels more like a proper fairy tale.
1: I think mine has remained Hopping Pot.
0: Oh, it's a good one, isn't it? You got to open with a good one. That way I like Hopping Pot. But yeah, it kind of just isn't tied up very well at the end. I agree with you. But hey, enough about our opinions. Let's see what Dumbledore thinks about it. What do you
1: think, Dumbey? He says... uh, He says it's... uh, uh, He thinks the story is based on a witch who lived in France who was sentenced to death... Yeah. ...but escaped her prison cell by turning into a rabbit. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Climbing out the uh, bars. Yeah. And then it was then seen crossing the English Channel in a cauldron... With the sail attached to it. Stop taking the piss.
0: Hey, listen. <laughs> if David Williams can do it, a rabbit in a cauldron can do
1: it. A cauldron is not... as One wave, you're flooded. Hey, but well, this is a magic rabbit, innit? Magic rabbits. You can't perform magic while you're an anime guy form. No. I made that up. Sounds true. It sounds
0: true. I believed you. You can't perform magic when you're in an anime, Jive mm-hmm.
1: And he has a go. Once again, we find a wizard having a go at muggles saying, oh, is the arrogant muggles thinking they can do this. Right, call muggles arrogant. Yeah. But a quarter of the wizarding population is pure evil. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One <laughs> in four.
0: The other, the other lot are loyal but daft. The other yeah. lot, clever clogs. There's a lot brave and stupid. Yeah. They, aren't, they go on about uh, the idea of not being able to bring things back to life.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: I like this. And uh, I wanted to think about some of the things that, you know, like keep people alive in inverted commas. Yeah. You've got moving photographs, which are nice. I like them. For me, the portraits, uh, I don't... Are they are the portraits their actual beings or are they just like the essence of who they were?
1: No explanation, is there?
0: No, like, for me, I feel like some of these things would really interfere with the grieving process. Mm -hmm. I feel like if you lost your dad or whatever and suddenly he's in a portrait in your lounge talking to you, Mm -hmm. what's happening there? Is that actually him or is that just kind of a, you know, like an animated version of him that isn't quite got his brain? Yeah. Do they have the capacity to learn, to recognise you? I just find that really interesting and something to delve in a bit deeper at some point.
1: Very interesting. The
0: idea of portraits. But I feel like if you had all those things, moving photographs, portraits, blah, 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 the pensy, for example. Yeah. Oh, all these... You know, I feel like it would... It would disrupt you coming to terms with something as tragic as losing somebody.
1: Yeah.
0: Don't know. But then it'd always be nice to see people who...
1: Yeah, because that'd be awful. You've just like you know, you just lost someone and then yeah. you sat in the living room with them smiling
0: at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Repeating the same five stock phrases from their <laughs> life. You're my favourite deputy <laughs> There's a snake in my boot. Yeehaw, cowboy <laughs> Granddad. <laughs> he didn't even like Toy Story. Why is he saying this? Somebody's
1: poisoned the waterhole. (laughs) To have done what? That's awful, Woody. That's the only drinking sauce we've got. I've poisoned it. You say it with such relish.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's cut out the electricity supply. That's bad. That's bad, Woody. Somebody's blanket bombed Liverpool. (laughs) <laughs> we need a new sheriff <laughs> somebody get that astronaut back we liked him <laughs> for me I like a silly name in the wizarding world but sometimes it's ridiculous mm. right? the guy who uh, is writing about reuniting the body after death this philosopher guy is called Bertrand de Pensée Profond. beautiful his surname is double Barreled, and it means profound thoughts yeah, in yeah, French yeah. and he's a philosopher. Stupid name. God, yeah. at, like the logic of it, at some point there was a Mr. Profound and Miss Thoughts. Yeah. They get married and become the profound thoughts and then they have a son who becomes a philosopher. Mm. I don't like it, Tom. It makes me mad. It's selective breed. It is Selective Breeding, and I don't like
1: it. You've heard it here first, listeners. He hates Selective Breeding. I don't like it.
0: (laughs) And then at the end, this bloke, he's on about, you know, the reintegration of Essence and Matty. And it says, in his book, it says, Give it up. It's never going to happen. Why write that book? If you don't believe in something and you think it's a load of rubbish, why would you publish a whole
1: book on it? Scientific study. Sci- scientific study It's <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's covered every corner. He's covered So, it's, it. so you don't have to, so you don't have to try. You don't have to try. He's done it. I'd love yeah. for you to see actually explore that because they talk about it in Harry Potter so much, but I'd love to see it in the film. Like yeah. If someone did reanimate a dead body. Oh, yeah. That'd be good. You could bring them back together, you know. You would die. Oh,
0: yeah, like a Harry Potter, Frankenstein crossover. Yeah, I'd love like say if the, I
1: think it could be a follow-up book. Oh, yeah, somebody doing that. Because the uh, Cursed Child is all about a time-turner. Oh, is it? Yeah. We'll have to go and watch that one day. No, I'm not interested. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... (laughs) Hey, we've got Cursed Child's cover as well, that'll keep us going.
0: Yeah, that'll keep us going for a bit, won't it? One scene a week. (laughs) they talk about wands having residual power wands have residual power so if you were a muggle you could pick up a magic wand that's still got a bit of energy left in it wave it around and something would happen very interesting would you be tempted or would you be scared to wave that wand around if you knew something might happen
1: I think if you had a little latin spell cocked and loaded you might uh, be a bit more confident
0: Oh yeah, what would you what would you go for as a Muggle? Cocos in enlargio. Whoa, it's made me chicken massive.
1: <laughs> He's quick. He's quick. How about you? Would you be tempted? I'd, I'd I'd give it a flick.
0: Well, I'd assume that I would have no power over what it was and whatever was in it before. it would just be the spell that the wizard did. Yeah. So I'd be worried about killing somebody or making something explode. What was he? <laughs> what was he? Bombarda, Tom. <laughs> How many? Inappropriately enthusiastic sheriffs. Yeah. Are you giving
1: this story out of five? Well, for me, it had its highs and its lows. I loved the charlatan. I loved his confidence. And I loved the king. Yeah. But this babbity-rabbity, I didn't like that she was nosy. Oh, yeah. So out of a possible five sheriffs, I'm giving it three. Oh, lovely.
0: Me too. Like I said, I feel like this started off being one of the best tales. I think because it was actually seemed quite realistic, even in the magic world. You know, like a lot of the tales have been a bit fantastical and a bit weird, like, you know, the guy cutting out somebody's heart and, you know, stuff that can't even happen in the wizarding world. Yeah. I like that it was a bit more realistic, but, yeah, they just didn't really tie everything up properly at the end. It felt like things didn't have a satisfying conclusion. Yeah. So I'm actually going to match you on that. I'm going to give it three out of five inappropriately enthusiastic sheriffs. Fantastic. Now, are you ready for this episode's edition of Quiz? Please go. Quiz, quiz, quiz. Quiz, 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 quiz. Quiz, 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 quiz. Now then, there are five questions. Cinco preguntas. Now, for every question that you get right... see, sí. i ...I'll give you a compliment. Muy bien. So, there are five compliments up for grabs. Bueno. Number one. What colour were the hounds of the Brigade of Witch Hunters? Same as my heart. Black. Correct. Number two, name the two tricks that the king successfully does. Uh, Make a hat disappear, levitate a horse. Fantastic. Number three, what did Sabre the dog die of? Hmm, forget. Oh, he ate a poisonous toadstool. Very good. Number four, what was the name of the French witch who escaped from a cell in Paris in 1422 by turning into a rabbit? Pierre de Fromage Frey. I'm afraid Afraid not. It was Lisette de Lapin. Oh, so close. And finally, which monarch did she then become an advisor of in the UK? King Henry IV. Oh, you're close. I'll give you half a compliment. It was Henry VI. Oh, I went the wrong way. With the V, the V in the I. Yeah, those Roman numerals. So, Tom, you get two and a half compliments. First one. I love your eyes, beautiful. Second one, you've got lovely long legs. Thank you. And the half one, I couldn't help but notice. Ugh. That was your that was your half compliment, TBC. That's it. I could smell TCP. Yeah. So, two and a half. Well done. Quiz, quiz, quiz. Quiz, 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 quiz. Quiz, 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 quiz. Now it is time for my favourite segment in Double Vision, definitely, where we find a weird old fairy tale from somewhere around the world that we're going to tell each other today. Yeah. Would you like to go first or second? I will go first.
1: Oh, please do. This fairy tale is called The Monkey and the Lion. Oh, the Monkey and the Lion! How exciting. That's exciting. In the olden days, in some jungle or some ship, there used to be <laughs> <laughs> there used to be this monkey that yeah. was living at large. Yeah. Laughing, eating, throwing dung, right? Yeah. He got a bit drunk on some fermented coconut one night, right? (laughs) Yeah. A bit too far, and he went out partying, right? Yeah. Passes out, and he wakes up in a bamboo cage. Ooh. Right? Yeah. He wakes up in this bamboo cage, and uh, he shakes it. Yeah. can't get out, right? (laughs) Yeah. Every day, um, a banana is dropped into the cage, and he's left in darkness. Yeah. Bamboo cage, like covered by some leaves or some sort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Day goes by. Yeah. He'll let me out soon. Next day, bananas dropped in. He goes, "Hey, what's going on here? When you gonna let me out?" Don't let him out. Don't reply to him. Ooh. Week goes by. Yeah. No reply. <gasps> yeah, the cage is like, he's got a bit, bit of room to move about. He can poo through it. <laughs> yeah. Right? Bit of space. He's getting a bit of now. Right? Yeah. A month goes by. Banana every day, nothing to do. Yeah. A year goes by. Oh. Being stuck in this cage. Yeah. Monkey starts to change. Yeah. Right? His mind starts, you know, getting confused. Yeah. Right? Starts getting angry. Yeah. Starts exercising in the cage. And he's like detoxing because, like, you know, he's not had any of his uh, delicious berries. He's not been shagging. He's not been boozing like yeah, he yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Starts getting angry, starts exercising within the cage. Yeah. Right? You know, whatever he can do. Yeah. Right? Eating his bananas, he just begun to accept it completely. Yeah. One day, bananas drops in. Yeah. He eats it. He falls asleep. Yeah. He wakes up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He wakes up in the jungle. Yeah. The cage gone, he's freed. Yeah. But now he's angry. Right, ah, yeah. Because he's been trapped in that cage for seven years. Yeah. Eating nothing but bananas. Yeah. And he doesn't know why. Right? Yeah, yeah. Meets another monkey. Yeah. And he tells him. And he starts trying to, you know, discover what happened to him. Yeah. Right? They're going about the jungle <laughs> together. This monkey and this other monkey. Yeah. Right? And she thinks, oh, you know, you're lighting up a bit. But he's angry. He's so angry this monkey. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, no, 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 no. We have to find out what happened to me. Why was I locked in that cage? Yeah, for so long. Yeah, he comes across this prison where yeah. he was, where he was like kept. Yeah, yeah. and these uh load of like animals are Yeah, you know, like keeping him there. Monkeys. Yeah, snakes are in on it. Yeah, yeah. He goes in and he starts asking questions. Yeah, and the uh, and they won't tell him, right? Yeah. So, strong, like I said earlier. Yeah, yeah. He beats the living shit out of all these monkeys, these snakes. He uses a snake to wring the neck of another monkey. Right, yeah. It's a horrific sight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get it out of him, though. Right? Yeah. He's beating them all up. It's a horrific scene. Yeah. Rings the neck of one of them, and he goes, why? Yeah. yeah. And he goes, a lion. Right. Did I say lion at the beginning? Yeah. Monkey and the lion, or monkey and the tiger. Yeah. Lion. Reason, lion. Lion, lion, do this. Yeah. King of the jungle. It's like, why has this happened? Yeah. She's got the word lion now. Yeah. Lion lived far away. Yeah. So him the other monkey, they like set off on this journey. Yeah. They go to sleep one night, right? Yeah. Big journey ahead of them, right? But they're finally they're getting close to what happened. Yeah. Fall asleep. They wake up in the night, yeah? Yeah. Start kissing. <laughs> right. Start kissing. And he's, yeah. he's happy because he's, like, going to find out he's got some meaning to his life. Yeah, yeah. he's got this new monkey. And they have sex.
0: Right.
1: Right? They have sex. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is this? <laughs> it's the monkey and the lion. The monkey and the lion, yeah. You go off and he finds Lion's Lair, right? Yeah. He walks in lion's there and he goes lion I want to know why I've come to kill you I want to know why yeah why have I been locked up yeah for seven years Mm. yeah lion starts laughing yeah yeah he goes why have you been locked up because he goes seven years ago (laughs) on one of your drunken rampages yeah you threw a handful of dung in my face yeah yeah and he goes that's what it's all about he goes you punish me yeah. Seven years I've spent in jail. That's my punishment for throwing dung at you. Yeah. And he goes, that wasn't your punishment. Yeah. He goes, that wasn't your punishment at all. He goes, monkey, you left behind a family, yeah? Yeah. He goes, I know I did. I didn't get to see them grow up. Yeah. And the lion says, well, you didn't get to see them grow up? Yeah. Well, why does that matter? You seem to be best friends with your daughter now. Oh. The monkey that stood next to him was his daughter. Have you just made that up? <coughs>
0: It's a fairy tale! No! Monkey and the Lion! Right, that's not in bloody Aesop's fables, is it? (laughs) It's the Monkey and the Lion, Lucas! Oh, well, I'm judging this story. You must have made that up just now. (laughs) It's the
1: Monkey and the Lion.
0: (laughs) Monkey and the Lion. But your story, in some way, is actually connected to mine. Okay. Which we'll find out shortly. Let's hear. So my fairy tale is the princess in the leather suit... Lovely. <laughs> so this is an Egyptian fairy tale. <laughs> so this is about 600 years old and it's the princess in the leather suit. Once upon a time there was a king and a queen. Ooh. And they lived really happily in Egypt and they had a lovely daughter who was just about to come of age. She sounds bonny. Sounds bonny, like gummy. So, but one day, the queen dies. Aww. And the king says, I'll never find another like you, as she's on a deathbed. And she goes, you must, you must move on and you must find a new wife. You see this anklet that I wear on my ankle, you must find another woman for whom it fits. Beautiful. Much like Cinderella. So the king, after a bit of grieving, he sends all of his servants across the country to try and find the ankle for whom the shoe fits. Right? They can't find it anywhere. They can't find an ankle that the anklet will fit on. Oh, until they come back and they find out that the anklet actually fits the princess, his daughter. Right. So he goes, well, I must marry my daughter then. But I won't tell her. But it's me until she sees me on the wedding day. Yeah. So he tells his daughter, he says, Daughter, I've found you a husband. And she gets really excited. She's like, oh, finally, a husband. Yeah. That's exciting. So she gets all ready for the wedding day. She gets all dressed up, makeup on, she's had her hair done. She walks down the aisle and she sees a bloody dad waiting for her, waiting to marry her. She goes, bloody hell, I'm not marrying my own dad. So she runs away, right? Mm. And she runs away, she jumps out of the palace window and she lands in the tanner's yard. Yeah, yeah. So she goes into the tanner's shop. She goes, I beg you, my father is trying to marry me. I need a disguise. So what the tanner does is he stitches all these different leather hides together Mm -hmm. and he makes her a suit of leather. That covers every inch of her body except for her eyes. Right. So the other name for this story is the princess in the leather burka. Mm-hmm. Right. So she's disguised and the guards are looking for the princess everywhere. Right. And they ask her, not knowing who it is. They say, have you seen the princess? And she says this little rhyme. She makes up her name for herself. My name is Julida for my coat of skins. My eyes are weak. My sight is dim My ears are deaf, I cannot hear. I care for no one far or near. Mm. So they think, well, that person's a nutter. They keep searching, they can't find her. She escapes in the dead of night. Right, she's running and running and running. She gets so tired that she falls asleep outside a harem. Yeah. right. The mistress sees somebody down there and it just looks like a weird creature with a pair of eyes coming out of it. Mm. And she goes, fetch that creature, servant! So she comes up and she repeats that, that rhyme all the time. My name is Shulide, my coat of skins, my eyes are weak, my sight is dim, my ears are deaf, I cannot hear, I care for no one far and near. And they think, oh, she's funny, isn't she? <laughs> Whenever I get bored, I'll just call for her and just watch her because she's funny. So anyway, all these princesses at the harem, yeah, they get invited to a party. And they go, "Julida, do you want to come with us? Do you want to come to the party? And she goes, my name is Gelida, my coat of skins, my eyes are weak, my sight is dead, my ears are deaf, I cannot hear, I care for no one far on here. And they go, all right, then you please yourself. <laughs> you stay there, we'll go off to the party. Right, so they go off to the party. Then, much like Cinderella, she takes off her coat of skins and she goes to the party as herself, mm-hmm. her beautiful self. The prince there is besotted with her. Whoa, she's beautiful. She's gorgeous. I've fallen in love with her within half an hour. Uh-huh. Right. Then she thinks, right, bloody hell, I better get back to this place before they come back and realise I'm not there and find out who I am. But he's like, stay, stay. He's trying to hold her, you know, trying to grab her. But she she runs off and she accidentally pulls his ring off his finger. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. She gets back. She gets back into her skins and happy days... Then are none the wiser. But she's fallen in bloody love. Right. So anyway, a few weeks later, this prince is coming to visit. Right? Oh, yeah. And they make him a picnic. Right? And she goes, uh, oh, I'll make a cake. And they laugh at her. you shit at making cakes. <laughs> you can't do it. And she goes, I'll make one anyway. So she makes a cake and she puts his ring in the cake. Yeah. Right. So he's there at the picnic, this prince. And it, and he goes, Oh, what's this weirdly shaped cake? And they go, Oh, that's the shit one Golida made. Right. Go, you don't want that, throw it away. <laughs> and he goes, No, no, if she's made it, I'll eat it. <laughs> yeah. Right. So he's eating the cake. <laughs> yum yum yum. Then he finds the ring. He <gasps> bloody hell. That must be the woman that I found at the
1: party. It's better than Cinderella.
0: It's better, isn't it? So he meets up with this heap of leather skins. And he cuts the leather off and he finds her, right? The mistress comes in. She sees a pile of leather on the floor. She goes, you've killed her! Yeah. You've killed your leather! My God, how could you do such a thing? And he goes, don't worry. That was just a costume. She's actually a beautiful princess. And then the end of the story, the king somehow finds her. And rather than being mad... He rewards her half the kingdom to spend with her new prince. And they all lived happily ever after.
1: That's brilliant.
0: The princess in the leather
1: suit. Well it's much better than Cinderella. Disney will have a crack at
0: that. Oh, I'd love to see that. There are loads of other versions. There's the princess in the leather burqa, and there's a similar one called Donkey Skin. Ooh! (laughs) In which they get into the like the skin of a donkey and pretend to be a donkey instead. That's fun. So there you have it. That was Double Vision, Babbity Rabbity and her cackling stump. Now, once again, we apologise that we've had technical difficulties this week and you're not getting a regular episode, but we hope you enjoyed that bonus clip. And uh, yeah, we will be hopefully back next week with the the episode that we were supposed to have this week. It'll be episode 72 of the regular podcast, Beaubaton and Dermstrang. Otherwise, thank you so much for your patience. We love you loads and we'll see you on Monday.